peace, love, and fucking butterflies. It's Juanita. And most of you may know me from TikTok. Today, I don't have any real structure, as I've told you guys. I don't mind flying by the seat of my pants because sometimes you just have to do what you feel. I think we owe ourselves that from time to time. Structure and routine can be mundane, but some people thrive off of that. Being the free spirit that I am, it drives me crazy, honey. (laughs) So I have to have those days where I am just whatever chaos, whatever level of productivity, whatever mindset, I just have to be that. And I would definitely encourage you all to give yourself such permission from time to time to do the same it's funny I had a young lady recently ask about kind of dealing with life's failures and I would tell people often and this took me a while to grow into honey I didn't start here so I have a great support system as I have told a lot of you all my parents helped me I had my kids young and they were just there they were there and they weren't just my parents the village. The village showed up for me. And I had never realized that help can be as hindering and handicapping as not having any at all. Sometimes when you don't have help, it can be a handicap in the fact that you never learn to ask for help when it finally shows up. In my case, it almost relieved me of accountability Hey, look, somebody gonna pull up the rear and save my ass if I fuck up. I didn't have to carry out any well-thought-out plans. And I didn't realize this in the moment. It took years, years of fucking up to be like, Oh, I do this. And in the back of my mind, I have an idea of who I'm gonna call. And, you know, let me tell you what happened to me this time, y'all. It wasn't my fault. I had no accountability. None. Blaming the nigga or the bitch that I'm fucking with. Or, you know, it just didn't work out this time. My check was short. I had it all. All of the excuses. And not that I was trying to be like an overall bum and not pay, pay my dues in life. But child, I was trying to have my cake and eat it too. Like you can't possess something that no longer exists because you ate it, honey. Took a while to understand that saying as well. When I finally got to the point of realizing I am allowing this shit to be a crutch. I am not holding myself accountable. And aside from me paying for my poor choices, My children are along for the ride. It's time to grow up, Juanita. And so I did. So it's funny that I still ended up with that same quote unquote handicap that I stopped asking for help. Because I had to prove to me that I can do it. Hell, I had to prove to everybody who has saved me a million times over that, hey, I can do this. I know we probably all have heard the stories where the elders are, you know, getting into new phases of their life and some of them are phasing out. 
I've heard older people say they're afraid to die because their child is just so ill-equipped and it's not a reflection of what the elder did. It's the response of what the child took from whatever their life experience was. So basically what I'm saying is I didn't want to create a space in which my mother and my father couldn't retire retire comfortably because, Lord, what do I need to go fuck up next year? When the time comes, I didn't want them to be able to take their deathbed in peace because, damn, who going to save her now? See, I had to start and I had to want to be able to stand for me, stand with me, by me. In every respect, I needed to stand on my own two feet. So some people are like, oh my God, you just fucking crazy. Like you really lived out of your car for X amount of time when you had somewhere to go. Yeah. It's just like, you know, there's people that have job offers or, you know, whatever type of ideas, excuse me, offers, ideas or whatnot on the table. And it's not what they want. And it's okay not to want what's available provided you're able to make available what you want. That whole, you know, want what you have until you have what you want, I don't believe that to be applicable to all situations. Because people get stuck. Ruts are created that way. And I ain't much for getting stuck, honey. (laughs) I mean, I probably have moved around way more than I needed to because I want what I want what I wanted. Yeah, some of y'all know what I mean. But that was another part of the mentality that I had to grow out of when there is no accountability in a person. Nothing they do makes sense through and through because they're not looking at the role they play at all. Accountability goes so far beyond, excuse me, what... What is in that moment? So here lately, and I am human, right? So here lately, I find myself twirling about with negative thoughts. I have some heart to get along with people in my life. And no matter how temporary they are, whatever the situation and the setting is, if that person is supposed to be there, then that's just what the fuck it is. I don't have to like it at all. But I need to hold myself accountable for my thoughts for the way I let my bias allow me to interact with this person the way I'm able to be congenial and cordial and just humane in my interactions because I don't want my forefront, my face who I tell the world I am to simply be a facade I need to look at me through and through on the days that I take my inventory on the days when I am being my raw, true self and know that what I present, I actually represent, I actually live, and I stand on it. And yeah, some days it's harder than others because there are some bias, biases that you don't even realize. You're just like, oh God, I don't like that bitch. 
the why why not? I have to stop and ask myself like why not? And it's okay because we're not for everybody. Sometimes there are people that you just can't put your finger on it. But that wasn't good enough for me anymore. Because why? Because I don't know if you all have heard the elders often say what it is that you see in someone else that you don't like is a reflection of something in yourself that you need to work on. That's a tough pill to swallow. It's a whole lot of accountability in those grams. But if you might, try. Try it out sometimes when you're looking at something and you're just like, why they do this? Why they do that? And then look at you and see, do you do this? And do you do that? That has helped me grow so much. Because it's easy. It's so easy to judge the world. It's easy to shuffle around the blame because accountability doesn't belong to you. But the hard part is the price you pay day in and day out when you're just refusing to look in the mirror for whatever reason. For whatever reason. I mean, even a broken mirror reflects you start somewhere. So, I appreciated the young lady who asked about kind of taking life on with its failures. First of all, you don't get out of here without failing. And if you just managed to do that, you haven't tried anything worth talking about. I encourage all, take the risk where you can. Dream big. If you look at a goal, and not all of them, but if you look at your end game and your ultimate goal, and it's like, ah, shit, I'll be there by next month. Are you dreaming big enough? The problem and the reason why I say are you dreaming big enough, because when the goals are easily obtainable. You're shorting yourself. It's almost like underhandedly telling you, I know you can do a little something, something, but you know, I don't really trust you to go out here and get what you want, what you deserve. I don't care how far-fetched it is. As they say, you shoot for the stars and land on the moon or vice versa, child. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. I know it can be... I can't find my words. I'm sorry. I guess it can be challenging for some. Because we want that concrete thing, that step-by-step. Step. And how do I know? How do I know what's going to work? You don't. And um, if I could share some of my own experiences, and for me, the experience of life is the evidence-based thing that tells us nine times out of ten what happens, what to expect, why does this cause that. But not to get too sidetracked, I had been in a place where I don't know, I just was kind of feeling lost. I had been falling into, you know, my newness and understanding, you know, the voice that I have and wanting to be intentional. 
so I don't misuse the seat of representation that I have. So I reached out to a friend and I'm like, hey girl, I need to read. Like, sis and spirit is like homies, okay? They BFFs. She don't miss, okay? So she gave me the read. Of course I didn't take heed. I just needed to know what was gonna happen. And I need to give I need you to give me some dates. I need you to spell this shit out. You know, my discernment is lacking right now. I didn't want to do the work. I just wanted to know that yes, you're gonna end up over here because you're doing this. Now y'all know for whoever you believe in, whoever you pray to, the map ain't drawn like that and the journey is never straight and forward. So I kind of took a step back like a day or two after my reading. Tried to tap into spirit and it's just like I wouldn't quiet my world around me. I refused to come off of social media. I kept my TV on in the back of the house. I stayed busy. The music was playing. I just, job please, no. And not that I thought that I was running from something. Not that I thought that there wasn't something to gain. Just for whatever reason of being human, I could not, I could not be compliant. (laughs) And so, of course, I'm scrolling through social media a couple days later after this time. There's another young lady and I get the confirmation that her gift, her presentation of it and who she was is for me. Because just like anything you believe and people who practice what you do. You can't go to every pastor, every church. You know what I'm saying? You can't sit and pray with all the deacons. You you know who is for you. Your spirit can pick up on it, your intuitions and guides and etc. So I stumbled up on her and I'm just listening and watching. <sighs> I get another read. And of course, she's telling me the same thing. My friend just told me that I'm not listening to. Why the fuck can I not follow directions? All right, all right, universe, I'm going to comply. But not immediately, though. Of course, of course, I mean, no. So I did slowly try to comply. And then I kept changing the rules of what the compliance was. Like, look, I'm going to do this, but I ain't going to do it like I'm not opposed to. Enough to say that I did it. Uh, does that work? Girl, no. Sir, no. <laughs> so what happens? My dreams get infiltrated, and I'm not a big dreamer. Honestly, the only time I do dream is when there is something to be deciphered or, you know, there's something of someone else that I need to be made aware of. The dreams ain't making no sense and y'all probably seen it on TikTok. I don't know what the fuck I'm dreaming about kangaroos and crab legs and I want those hands with this kangaroo and shit. And I felt like that in my heart. Like I did ass want to go back to sleep because get my crab leg back, y'all. <laughs> And it's just like, okay, universe. But not immediately, though. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I just refused. I just refused. I still am not sure if there was fear, if there were apprehension, or, you know, because there was revelation to be had. 
And when I get to a place where I am focused on something, this is my ultimate goal. I have tunnel vision. Nothing matters. Did I eat today? Who fucking knows? But I'm one step closer to my goal. A lot of you may have experienced or are experiencing this. And then enough was enough. But I didn't stop there. No, of course not. I go looking for the young lady who had the gifts of spirit that felt like they were for me. I felt that confirmation. She had taken a social media break. Oh, really, bitch? I don't like that. But okay. I'm back on social media. And it's another um, person that I follow. And that post said, yeah, hey, I'm just taking this quick social media break, but I just wanted to check in and, all right, universe, damn, I hear you. I put the phone down. I put it down. I picked it up a couple times. I ain't even gonna lie. I am hard-headed. You may be the same. But the point of this is, baby, when I really put the phone down to the point that people were like, yo, we ain't heard from you in a few days. You good? I was more than good. I got some stuff done. That end game, that big old dream that doesn't seem real obtainable, I got one step closer. I laced up the other shoe and took another step. And then I got to reward myself with a little social media. And guess what? My other spirit translator had come back from her break she had put up a few videos and I'm like thank you universe Shit, I'm out here trying to figure life out by myself you need to stop playing and honestly some of it does feel like that crutch because I was raised in the church so you know when you feel lost or even when you don't it's just the general program of it And I don't say that to offend any Christians or believers. Hear me out. When I say programming, the structure of it. You know, you go to church X amount of times a week. You have a Bible to refer to when you feel lost, confused, overly determined, but don't know where to go and how to do it. When I chose to walk away from that world and deemed universe my higher power, I didn't take any structures with me. I didn't dive too deep into what do other universal practices use. I didn't, I just said, hey, you know, I take what I have that I was bestowed, that was bestowed upon me in my rearing. I fall back on it when I need to. However, When I have these times and there's no church and gathering and there's no scriptures to lean upon, you know, lean not on your own understanding. All I had was my understanding. It got a little stressful. It got a little stressful. But I have to remember, aside from the path and the things that I believe, the things that I said I wanted, the goal that I set for myself, As long as I applied that, kept my eyes on the prize and faith in myself and higher power, then I have to know that I'll get there. I was so much into my free spiritness. I will tell you quick, oh girl, I don't have the discipline to do that. Shy, please, I ain't gonna never be able to. 
the things that have changed in me over just the last year, as far as discipline is concerned, is just baby hold for applause. You hear me? <laughs> because the things that I kept putting my mouth on that were negative, I can't do this, I don't do this, I won't be successful in. Why well, I kept charging myself with that? Huh? Life had to put me on my ass right quick. And I got some good time management skills. And through my discipline, I started to see rewards. I started to see different levels of success. Be it the workplace, my platform that is growing, the beautiful people like you all that support me. And it just, it means the world, the likes, the comments, the shares. Just taking a few minutes out of your morning or evening and spending time with me in the podcast. Whatever it is, that is something I view as the fruits of turning around my thought processes, my perspective in regards to discipline. And when I falter, I get on myself or I'm honest with my supports like, hey, I don't know what's going on here but hey maybe I need you to call me at this time on this day to make sure I'm in pocket because I'm after something now and I can be a free spirit while also being accountable allowing accountability and discipline to create whatever level of routine that helps me stay consistent that pushes me to my next level and my next level not just being monetary or worldly success my next internal level the person that I am the next level of being that I can present to the world my children my inner child the mirror that faces me those are the things that I strive for and I just want to tell you all a little story I'd say about a year or so ago, I were on lunch break and I was working at the airport. I had went to Burger King. I'm sorry, it was before work. I was at Burger King outside of the airport. I had my hair in a ponytail and for those who may not know me, I have sister locks and they're below my shoulders. I have my sister locks in a ponytail. I wear my natural nails and I usually have a, a decent length on them. Standing there in my airport uniform, I'm like, yeah, let me get a Whopper Junior, sis, no onions. And baby girl was just staring at me with her mouth open. And she was getting her thoughts together. And she says, those your nails? I said, yeah, baby. She's like, I love your hair. I said, thank you. She said, where you work at? So I told her. And we just had so much conversation. And she were coming upon the appropriate age to work at the airport. So I gave her the details. I answered all type of questions she had in that moment. So I got my food. I went back to my vehicle and I'm headed to work. And it dawned on me. The importance of representation in every space. We don't need to just see doctors and lawyers that look like us. Whatever your race is. Whatever your gender is, we need to see the everyday person that looks like us too. 
Now, what I am saying in the translation I got from that is I was once her roughly 17, 18-year-old girl with some children. And I thought my fast food job was the end of my world. And here I am just slightly older than that young lady. Still with more children actually at this time. And the epiphany came that I thought I was grinding all of these years for my children to give them something to be proud of. I had no idea that embedded in that grind was the girl that I was. The girl who needed the same representation outside of my family. Because a lot of the adults in our family were doing their thing long before we got here. We didn't get, we weren't privy to the struggle and the overcoming. To hear a story of it is cool, but to see it stand in front of you is jaw-dropping. That child needed a moment of validation that where she was was not where she would end. And I was glad to be that. I often get a lot of, I guess, mixed emotions and comments and concerns about the tattoo on my face. But it's also that small solidification that I am also an everyday person. And when you see me in different arenas, it's like, wow. And I'm speaking the fact of the young lady who was picking me apart, but in a good way. Like, damn, if she can do it, I can do it. And never mind the fact the airport didn't pay much. I'm pretty sure I made, was probably making a little more than she was at Burger King. The benefits were probably a little better. But sometimes we don't realize that where we spend our time, the things that we are obligated to shape the way we look at ourselves. That's not 100% true. I know there are some people that can work at McDonald's and have high standards and beliefs of who they are in total. There are some people that work that same job and think, damn, I ain't shit. I ain't making no money. I ain't doing nothing with my life. Whatever side of the fence you stand on, take the representation that comes your way or be the representation that is missing. Either way, please understand that the rain don't last always. A lot of us have been at the bottom. A lot of the people we admire and we hear it all the time, the Tyler Perrys and people like him sleeping in the car, the lady who wrote Harry Potter. So let these words find you in chaos, turmoil, in between blame games, or at peace. I just hope they find you. And I thank you for lending me your ear. I thank you for being patient with me as I kind of figure this space out. And to anyone who feels they missed episode two, that is my apologies. I actually posted a video cast that is only available on Spotify. I'm going to stop touching stuff and stick to what I know. (laughs) Peace, love, and fucking butterflies. I'll see you all next week.